the ball alert show. Ball alert. Eat here, Ferrari Simmons. I am your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. Talk me, OCT. What it do, baby? OCT. Uh, is these new, are these new frames or is it a different frame or what? What's going on? Um, these new frames. These are my um, frames that I use on the computer because uh, Rona, <laughs> you know, staying in the house, you working from home. I'm working from home like 24 seven, and I have to. Oh, those are prescription. No, these are the um, the blue light glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Glasses, but these are like blue light, so it protects my eye from the computer light. Okay, got you. But you're not blind. You can wear. You you don't have well, to I don't wear... wear glasses at all. No, no. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> Solo, what's going on? <laughs> well, then, now that we know you're not blind, let's get into it. Wait, Sue, so you got you got to talk to us about what you got going on. Sue, what's going on? Okay, well, damn. All right. Well, I'll give you a look. Are these pillows new? I haven't seen these pillows before. No, they just usually are covered up by the blanket that's on my thighs because we in Atlanta. And it's cold as fuck right now. So, uh, and I don't like turning the heat on in my house. So, no, these are not new. Um, but what is going on? Just a lot of host things, uh, radio. A lot of Martell, a lot of Martell drinking. Okay. Got a lot you. of Martell going on, a lot of Avion going on, uh, lots of a lot of stuff. I actually got a couple of gifts coming uh, for you, Rari, and you, OCT. I have a bar. I have a bar. I need a case, please. I know you me. got a bar, and I saw what was on it. So, I'm going to help you elevate your bar, brother. Please, absolutely. What's up with you? Uh, what you got? You know, what, what you got going on? I- I'm just working on random projects, and they're kind of boring. You know, several <laughs> companies. You know, uh, are, it's boring stuff. You you don't want to know, but it's money. Bag. Yes, you get okay. into the bag, and that is so important in 2020. Because you know, it's nothing like a corporate bag. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, <laughs> Atlanta's wide open, so I'm out here in these streets. Um, I did promise my wife I, I would wear my my mask everywhere, and I have to come home and uh, uh, disinfect that Lysol spray, and then I have to take all my clothes off, put them in this bag, and then I have to hop right in the shower. I can't touch nobody or talk to nobody until after I take a shower from coming outside. So yeah, and that's fair. And I love that you are totally down for it. You respect it. You understand it. You got a family to take care of. Leave the Rona outside. Still Corona free in the house though. And um, that's a new studio, right? Did you got behind us? Can you give us like a mm-hmm. little? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We fully moved. We we fully moved into the house. Um, and I set up my DJ booth. This is my DJ booth slash uh, area that I will be doing all my podcasting with you guys. And uh, in, just in case the world shuts down again, the quarantine, I will be broadcasting on my radio show, Streets Nine Four Five, uh, six p.m. to ten p.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, from here, facts. I love those. Can I love you, it. I love it. Right of how lit you are, and and let us know the plaques on the wall. Yeah, not not too many people have uh these plaques. A lot of people have the Cardi B plaque. Uh, this is Megan the Stallion plaque, but actually it's called Tina Snow. When she first came to Atlanta, in 2017, me and Flyguy DC ran her around the city. Um, and she went by Tina Snow. Um, and then we started playing her song "Big Old Freak" before everybody, maybe about eight months before everybody. And, um, you know, the owner of the label that she was signed to, uh, Carl 1501, sent about 17 to 20 people, the plaques who really was on board. Then uh, YB in the mirror, I got some little baby plaques out there. I got some, I got a young Dolph plaque. It's a really big one for major. Uh, I got a Rich the Kid plaque. Rich the Kid, you say you you sending me two, uh, like five more plaques? Cause right. I helped Rich the Kid a lot. Send me them plaques, player. So I got about five more plaques coming. 
Um, Lil Baby just went double platinum and no little baby slander will be tolerated. So uh, that's a whole nother thing. No future slander will be tolerated. I mean, wait, what's what slander when there are receipts? Don't worry about it. No, no, we're not talking about that. That's my favorite rapper. He didn't do it. He's innocent. There are receipts. Little baby is innocent. He is innocent. He did not do what the people are talking about. He did. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but you know, you got a fire studio back there player. We're going to get into this in case you missed it because uh, I missed a whole lot because y'all talking over me. Uh, let's get into it. You're listening to the Baller Alert Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Just in case you missed Okay, in case you missed it, Ashanti and Keisha Cole will face off this Saturday. I, I don't know who's going to win. I think it's going to oh, come God. down to the outfits. Oh, it's going to come down to who got the best outfit on 
Saturday. That is I'm a I'm going lie. with that. No, don't. First of all, don't minimize the women's battle down to it depends on what outfit they're gonna wear. Okay, listen. No, it's that close. It's that close, Sue. They got hits. The, okay, so I did a poll on my Instagram story, and I was really, I thought it was going to be about 50-50, but Ashanti did take the lead on my Instagram poll. For me, what I feel is going to be the disadvantage it, for Ashanti is, I feel like Ashanti is more of a mainstream artist where Keisha Cole has, very, has a very specific audience, right? Like, all of us grew up loving Keisha Cole, especially all my girls in fourth ward. You know what I'm saying? We it, it's a certain style of people that really rock with Keisha Cole. Whereas and she had pain in it too. Okay. She had pain in her songs. She got a lot of pain in her songs. It's real. It's relatable. Um, you know the the grammatical errors are extremely relatable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we love her for that. And then Ashanti again, she's just more mainstream. So I feel like that's going to be a, a disadvantage. Um, but for me personally, I I can't pick because I feel like I get two different vibes from them. Two, I think two opposite vibes. Um, you know, Ashanti is very bubbly, nice, likable. She's always happy, always smiling. Keisha Cole was on. You remember she had a show too. Keisha Cole had some shit going on in her life, boy. It just hit yeah. your soul. I mean, somebody you know. hurt her really bad. So you ain't picking either, Rari. You're not picking. Okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick right now on ball on the ball alert show. I'm gonna go Keisha Cole by two. All right. I'm gonna go Keisha Cole by two. Okay. Uh, Battle of the Libra game. They both Libras. Uh, we're gonna see them face off. I love Keisha Cole. Her records are super dope. Uh, Shit, was banger. Uh, should have let you go. All the should have's, woulda, coulda's, let it go. All the let it go. She gonna play like five let it go songs. Let it go is five. She needs to save that to the end though. That's so many um, fire hits, but I'm gonna just have to go with the pen, yo. The P E N, Ashanti. Classic, wow. baby. Classics. Watch what I say. She got records that she wrote on that that are classics. The mm -hmm. first album alone, oh my gosh, classic. And she still look good too. She still yeah. look just like she she was years ago. I'm gonna have to go with the Diana Ross of Murder Inc. Ashanti. Yeah, Murder Inc. Gonna give it to you. She 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 got it. That's my pick. And she do that always. You always on top. Yeah, she got some hooks, boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she has some. Yeah, she 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 did her thing. All the J Lo records she wrote but didn't get credit on. You know, ain't that funny? Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Yes. All right, all right. Let's move along real quick. A Boogie with the hoodie arrested on gun and drug charges in New Jersey. Well, you know, if you live in New York, New Jersey is right down the street. So people go back and forth. Uh, on Sunday, December 6th, he was charged with one count of unlawful possession of a handgun and one count of possession of marijuana. Mm, 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 mm. Mm -hmm. You know you're not allowed to have a gun in New York. So this was in New Jersey. I don't know the gun laws in New Jersey. I, I, I do believe there are a lot. They're not as strict as New York because you can't even own a gun. It's a minimum two-year uh, sentence. Non-parole, you got to serve all them two years in New York. And there's cameras everywhere. So I don't even know how the crime happens in New York, but it still happens. So New Jersey, I think he'll be okay. He got money. He could pay a lawyer. He should be okay. He should be okay, but listen, clearly hip-hop is a target. Black people have been a target from the beginning of time, but clearly hip-hop is under a super fine microscope at the moment. 
So my advice is just to, you know, keep it cute. Just keep it real cute. Stop doing dumb stuff when you, especially when you are of status and you have an extra pair of eyes on you. You got more people watching you than the average black person, which puts you at unfortunately a much higher risk, whether you got the money or not. Thanks. Hopefully you got some lawyers on retainer. All right, moving right along. Uh, Jeremiah says, thank God I'm still here as he posts his first message since battling a life-threatening case of COVID-19. That's I'm telling y'all, man, COVID is still real. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I'm so glad that he was able to um, push through. I'll, I'll give tell you guys a personal story. So two of my brothers that lived together, uh, one went and got tested and, and tested positive. The other one assumed that he just has COVID because that brother has it. So he didn't get his test. Um, and the thing that's driving me crazy about it is this particular brother has pre a pre-existing condition and he is at home quarantining in total isolation and refuses to go to the hospital. Let me tell you guys, my brother who did get tested on a daily was getting updates, alerts. Um, they were asking him how he felt, um, you know, just keeping up with him so that if anything changed, they could instruct him on what to do. So I think um, it is important to get your COVID test. It's, it's important to know what your status is. It's also important to take care of yourself knowing that you have pre-existing conditions. So I am super happy that Jeremiah is okay. Um, and if my brother is watching and listening th to this, I need you to go get your shit together because I love you and I cannot think about you in this condition right now. It is real. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people uh, may get symptoms and be like, oh, oh my God. And then kind of get scared or ashamed to go to the hospital because people would, nah, but listen, bro, go get well, go get better. It's important. It's a global pandemic. It's not like and, nasty to get it. Like, it's okay. And so, and like, it's not, uh, it, it would treat each person differently. Uh, who Your symptoms may be different from another person's symptoms and you never know. It has lingering effects too. So let me ask you guys a question. Are you going to take the vaccine? Did we freeze or, or what? I'm fine. <laughs> uh, right, well, my my friend is a real doctor. So take it. Um, I'm not gonna take it at first, but I will take it. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. Like, uh, first of all, you're not gonna take it for a long while. So it's, I'm gonna take but, it for everybody else. Take it, and then they uh fix fix all the kinks. Guys, listen, guys, we have vaccines in us now. Chicken pox, all those other vaccines. My kids have vaccines, the measles, all that stuff. So, I mean, you are right. I don't know if this first vaccine, but I will say, my friend being a doctor, they're all, they all have to take it. All those people in the hospital who work in the hospitals have to take it. Um, I'm pretty sure the NFL, NBA, all sports people, college athletes, um, going to have to take it because it's going to have some normalcy. It's going to have to start coming back. So I guarantee y'all, these athletes that get paid all this money, these people are gonna, that are getting paid to be around a lot of people, people like us that are in the media that are always around people, they're going to encourage us to take it. Our bosses are going to encourage us to take it because I'm telling y'all, it's not good for business. Everybody staying inside the house. I'm telling you, it's cool for us because we our jobs is cool, but you know, our jobs involve being around large groups of people. I'm just letting y'all know. 
So if it's required, if it's required to work, are you going to take it? Yes or no? I want to be alive and a normal person to continue to do my job that I love and enjoy doing so much. I don't trust the vaccine. I think y'all been working on stuff since before I was born and haven't come nowhere near a vaccine, but you can go ahead and speed up the damn process for this. I'm, I'm, well, I, they've had the vaccine oh. since earlier this year. They've been that developing the vaccine. That makes it even worse for me that you had a vaccine <laughs> that damn quick. Mm-mm. I mean, it's, you know, it's people who are really good at this stuff that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's their job. Yeah. It's like we're geniuses in our own right. It's geniuses that can come up with stuff like that. I so I just think. I don't have faith in the government that's putting a battery in their back telling them to go ahead and pump some shit out. Okay, now that part I agree with. I agree with that part. Mm-hmm. That part I definitely agree with. Okay, all right. So <laughs> nobody's going to take the vaccine except for me. Gotcha. I don't think anybody. Okay. Oh, you are. Okay, yeah. You know how, how, you, how it affects you and then, you know, you just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. This surprisingly gets shorter. You know, just let me know how I feel, how it turned out. Hey, what if I grow and become like six foot three or something like that? That'd be fire. Uh, Yeah, I won't be that tall though. I'm like, I'm cool, player. I'm cool. Like, what if my side effects is I grow? I I get taller. I'd be lucky if it would do the exact opposite for me. I'm good. All right, I don't know if we should be talking about this, but uh, why not? Cardi B faces trial after incorporating a tattoo artist's design in her 2016 mixtape cover. Uh, I really would like to read this, but I'm just letting y'all know that is stupid. Uh, now I know, I know the mixtape, the the person who the tattoo artist, I believe, yeah, uh, their design. Junior. Okay, cool. I I get you, but bro, it was a mixtape cover. It was not an album. The album that generated sales. The mixtape cover. Man, you and Cardi B settle that outside of court, bro. I mean, I, it might not. You might not even make it. I'm just letting you know. That's just my opinion. Well, I mean, he might make it because the whole thing was Cardi's argument was that you know it, it was a fair use of of his likeness. You know that it was the image was transformative and and it was fair. But the judge actually rejected that and said, and, I, and I'm gonna quote this. To constitute a transformative fair use, the revised image must have significant transformative or creative elements to make it something more than mere likeness or imitation. So basically, if the party was going to use it, they needed to enhance it or, or make some changes to it so that it didn't look like exactly his work, which I think is is crazy at that point. But I do agree with you, Rari. It was a mixtape. It wasn't an album. Mixtape. It wasn't an album. It was definitely damn sure wasn't this album back here. If okay. it was that album, I get you, bro. Go get your coins because now that's going, you know, that, that album generated some revenue. Um, well, also, like Kevin, sir, how much to her success do you think having your tattoo slapped on a man's back on the cover of her mixtape, like how much do you think that contributed to her success? Nothing. I, I, I don't think your nothing. work really had a lot to do with her uprising in hip hop. Thank you. That was a dope album cover, though. A mix dope album cover. Oh, dope mixtape cover. Settle out of court. But Y'all just, this, this is all clout for the extra shit. Clout. That's what I was about to say. Exactly mm-hmm. that. Yeah, he, he's mad. He said that um, she used his likeness in a misleading, offensive, humiliating, and provocatively sexual way. Sir, I'm sure you done tatted somebody damn cat 
Okay. I roll emoji. I roll emoji. Uh, Twice over. You know, you know what? I don't want to get that more attention. You know what I do want to give attention to, guys? Hmm. Uh, the GOAT of this radio um, podcast, Cyrus XM, Satellite Radio, any type of broadcasting platform. Howard Stern, uh, extension, extended contract worth up to $120 million per year. Listen, guys, I'm going to get my calculator out. Me. Calculator. I don't even know if I can put $120 million in here. Can I? Yeah. Per year? Yes, yeah, Sue. Probably. That's $2.3 million a week. Okay? $2.3 million per week. Man, oh, man. I don't even know what I would do with all that money. I would definitely I would definitely wipe my ass with some $20 bills, $50 bills. At least once or twice to see how I feel. I just, I can't even process this. I mean, he is literally the, the GOAT. I mean, of course, we have several GOATs. But right now we're There's talking nobody about bigger than him. Particular goat. Yeah, hey, hey, we got goats in their old right mind, okay? But this guy, there's no debating that Howard Stern is the motherfucking goat. There's nobody bigger than Howard Stern. Like how, how who is bigger than him? I think uh the a close person in the vicinity could be Steve Harvey, but Steve does TV too. So I mean, so Howard Howard Stern stays in his lane. And I Do, like that about him. Charlemagne the God going this route. I definitely see Charlemagne the guy going that route. Um, I would like to see him branch off and do his own thing. And let's see how that well, sounds. Extended, uh, his contract, he will be on the Breakfast Club, you know, for another yeah. five years minimum, um, which is amazing on top of everything else he's doing. So, man, if we can see Charlemagne go yeah. to this level, ciao. And uh, one time, Frank Ski, he joined uh, KISS 104.1 as the morning show host here in Atlanta. That's a big deal to Atlanta. And so he's one of the goats to me. I, I don't think there's anybody that's ever graced the radio in Atlanta bigger than Frank Ski. I just remember him growing up and him DJing the nightclubs and going straight to work in the morning. He was like lit on both sides. It's very Kenny Burns is to me before I before I started gravitating to Kenny Burns. Mm-hmm. Frank was doing it on the morning show and he was number one in ratings for 15 years in a row at V103. Uh, now he's at a uh, Kiss 1041 R&B station. Oh man! Peace to Frank, man. He's a great guy. Um, I've had a chance to work with him uh, many years ago, and um, he's just he's just cool, man. I'm glad that he still got his foot in radio and doing what he loves to do. I definitely see you in that in that realm, Sue. I think um, as you start evolving as a as a radio personality, I definitely see you doing your own thing well, and sounding you. off. Yeah, Thank you. definitely. You know, I, I, I'm blessed to be able to work with people like you, like OCT, and get to see like all the different realms of what really goes into radio, going from the Baller Alert Show podcast to terrestrial radio, two totally different things. So the respect that I have for people like you guys, Frank Ski, I mean, it's it's just, it's endless. Like what you guys do is so powerful. So I'm, I'm just grateful to be able to be on this platform and have the type of conversations that we get to have. No, you get to you get to see it, and we all get to see each other. Shine, Kenny Burns, uh, Ryan Cameron, all the greats, man. These all these all goats and for Cersei. Yes, uh, everybody, they Our just fans. all lit. Hey, um, now nah, listen, uh, you you're doing a great job at the morning show, Sue. So yeah, uh, and you and you're um, you're syndicated. We are syndicated, Young Jack in the Streets Morning Takeover. It's been amazing. Who would have thought? You ragging on my ass while I was interning on your show, the 6 p.m. show at Streets would would get me here. I mean, who? I, I couldn't have env- envisioned it happening the way that it did. 
That's how it happens already. Like, and my contract is up in a couple of weeks. So, uh, moving right along. Moving right, huh? Sorry, trying to be humble, but you know he the next Greg Street. Period. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot to mention my boy Greg Street. I talk to Greg Street once a week, actually. That's my guy. Uh, MSNBC to name Rashida Jones as president will be the first black exec to run a major news network. This guy, this guy's is a win, not only for African-Americans, yeah. but for women as well. You oh, guys, uh, you know, ain't nothing more powerful than a lady with some tint on her skin. You did what I'm saying? Nice oh. little tint on her skin. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, what I want to know is what does the team that she's working with look like? Is that is it, true. It's still very vanilla. Is it a situation yeah. where it's probably definitely vanilla? It, it, is it a situation where she's running it, but things have to get approved through a whole group of other folks? I definitely see it going from Hagadah's vanilla to the Dolce de Leche, starting to change colors on us a little bit, and then eventually getting to the chocolate. You know what I'm saying? But you know, um, she's in charge. So let's let's see. Let's see what she do. I love it. I love it. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing. And, and hopefully the company isn't doing this because it looks good in the headlines, but they are actually building a, a community of support around this woman so she can really do her job the way that we know black women do their job. For sure. All right, listen, guys. Listen, I, this is the serious conversation that I was excited to talk about. FDA says Pfizer BioNTech vaccine meets prescribed success criteria. This is a step forward in the, in the vaccine to be approved for distribution. The vaccine is expected to be distributed as early as this weekend. The vaccine has greater side effects than the placebo. Okay. Headaches, muscle pain, joint pain, injection site reactions, chills, and fever. Damn. Pfizer says the vaccine is 95% effective at protecting against symptomatic COVID-19. According to the Wall Street Journal, federal office officials estimate that the U.S. vaccine deliveries will be enough for around 20 million people. Mm -hmm. Are you guys taking it or not? Healthcare workers go first. I said no. Okay, no, okay. I'm not taking it. I said, let me see, let me see what y'all talking about. I'm gonna see who all there first. I'm not taking the first batch. Let the first batch go. Let it marinate in your system. I'm going to give it about three to six months. Well, you don't have to take I'm two going. of them. You have to take one shot, and then you have to go back in a couple of weeks and get another shot. Man, this I'm is my question, though. If you take the first part, and what happens if you don't get around to taking the second part? Do you have to start over, though, is what I'm trying to say? I don't know. We aren't, we aren't there yet. The second time is really just to make sure that the chip is in there, that the chip didn't shift. I <laughs> just want to make sure that it stayed in place. That's what the second time for. If that's the case, we got chips in us already, guys. We got vaccines in us already. Y'all can't believe, don't believe into the chip stuff. That's not, I don't think that's true. That they're going to implant chips in us, guys. I don't think that's true. I will just say that I don't put anything past the U.S. government. That's all I'm going to say. Let me ask you a question. What kind of chip are they putting inside of us? I don't know. Kettle chips, <laughs> ruffles, tracking chips. Okay, the, these chips will sync with the traffic cameras and all these little things out here, and it's going to tell them every single thing that we're doing, all the moves we're making, what we eat, and what we. It's, it's going to be nuts, you guys. The stuff that they put in the movies to try to make us think that this is stuff that only happens in the movies is basically what's about to start happening in real life. 
Message. Okay. Message. All right. Well, something else that's happening in real life is uh, breakdancing is an official is an official Olympic competitive sport. Can you, you can break dance Look at hip hop. Look at hip hop. It's an official on Monday. The Olympics announced that breakdancing or breaking will now be a competitive sport for the 2024 Paris Olympics. That is amazing. That That's amazing. Um, look at hip hop, like OCT said. Now, the fact that it's going to be Paris, y'all going to have a whole bunch of uh, white boys doing this or y'all going to let the black folks? They better have those boys in that mask. What's them boys that in the mask? Jabba, I like those guys. Jabberwockies. Well, let me yeah, tell you they something. Did. That, that Asian culture got got hip hop on lock, baby. For sure, they got yeah, hip hop on lock. Yeah, and they, they popping. I ain't gonna care. They probably gonna win. You right? Yeah, they got it on lock. Yadi 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 That's a break dance move, right? No, okay. Uh, this is the funniest one though, y'all. Marshawn Lynch drinks Henny as a pre NFL game ritual. Who does that surprise? He was taking a shot of Henny before the game. In the locker room before the NFL game. Marshawn too lit, boy. He is too lit. Let me ask y'all this: Do y'all have any uh, pre-show rituals when y'all do y'all radio shows or anything? Y'all do anything? Any rituals before y'all go on air? Clear my throat, even though there's nothing in there. Most of the time, like I'll just do it, just to do it out of habit. And um, I try to drink some hot water if I'm if it's accessible, but I don't. I don't be taking no shots of no liquor or, you know, nothing crazy. But, you know, NFL is such a big uh, sport. You're playing in front of millions of people and millions of people watching. I don't know. Uh, I always... If if a little alcohol will help numb the shit a little bit, then hey, take you a shot of Avion 44. Okay? If if, if that's going to help, just do it. Take take a shot of Martell. Take a shot of Martell for the game. Instead of Hennessy, bro. Instead of Hennessy. You getting the wrong people pub. Uh, I think my ritual will mostly be I just drink water. I, I'm heavy on the teas, especially this time of the year when it's cold. I'm heavy on the hot tea. So that's what um, I'm outside of that. I gotta have is my tea. Yeah, I'm not big on coffee. I don't like coffee, but hot tea. I'm lo- I love I'm loving some teas. Throat coat. Um, yes, throat green coat tea is the best. Yeah, tastes a little strong. But for all you people that do a lot of talking. Throat coat, the tea, and the spray will get you right. You don't yeah. need no nasty yak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I just thought that was funny. All right, well, before we get to our commercial break, y'all, let me just give y'all a quick update on what is going on in Ethiopia. Um, The number of refugees from Ethiopia to Sudan is rising literally on a daily basis. Uh, they do need help with support, with uh, supplies, water, food, clothes, medical supplies. The particular region of Ethiopia that my mom lives in, which is basically, um, which is the region that is is cut off from the rest of the country, Tigray, um, there's still no communication. I still have not heard from my mom. I have absolutely no idea where she is, how she is, if she has access to a phone, internet power, uh, I don't know if she is a part of the refugee group. I don't know if she stayed you know, home. I, I don't know what she did because I have literally no access to her. Um, what I do know is that she still doesn't have access to her bank account as well. So um, if, if I can just think of what my mom may be going through and then we can apply that to 
an entire region of people going through the same thing. This is not a political issue. This is definitely a humanitarian concern. Um, Ethiopia is on the genocide list. Uh, and clearly what is happening is an ethnic cleansing. The prime minister, um, Abi is trying, it, it seems as though the prime minister, Abi is trying to uh, gain full control of this particular region by, unfortunately, uh, attacking and, and bombing his own cities, his own villages, people that look just like him, people that talk like him. Um, so as soon as I have any updates on it getting better or anything that changes, I'm definitely going to share that with you guys. Um, we got a big response from Baller Nation when we had uh, Miyaza here on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about it. Um, so thank you to Baller Alert. Thank you to y'all for giving me the opportunity to update everybody on what's going on. And thank y'all for the well wishes. I do believe that at some point I will hear my mom's voice. And when that happens, y'all will be some of the first people to know. So remember, please use hashtag pray. Uh, for Tigray, stop war on Tigray. And if you need more details, feel free to DM me at underscore susolo, S-U-S-O-L-O. And I can, I'll be more than happy to uh, point you in the direction to some resources if you want to learn more about the war on Tigray. Yes, and we will keep this conversation going each and every episode. One more yep. up to susolo because this is a very important issue. Just like we have our issues here in America, we want to make sure we shed light on the world as well we'll be back with more of the baller alert show we'll be right back with more of the baller alert show hey everybody welcome to across generations where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations i'm your host tiffany cross tiffany cross i want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood friendship wisdom and laughter in every episode we gather a seasoned elder but even with a child there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them myself as the middle generation i don't feel like i have to get married at this big age in life but it is a desire i have and something that i've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. 
Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Message! And now it is time for Baller Mail. Mm-mm-mm. Dear Rari, my best friend and I have a situation. She and I have been best friends since we were in high school. We fell out in college over a dude. He was cheating. I told her she chose him over me. Fast forward a few years, I date this guy for about four to five months and find out he used to date her before me. He's not the dude we fell out about. I didn't think much into it since we weren't friends at the time. Moving along five years later, we talk, me and my ex-friend, and become friends again. But a few days ago, that random guy that we both dated comes up in conversation and she gets mad at me for dating him, even though I didn't know he dated her because we weren't even friends. So now she's not talking to me again. What do I do? Man, fuck your friend. That is not your friend, baby. Okay. Uh, Falling out over uh, something like this is retarded. Okay. I had, let me, let me, let me give you guys a little story about little, little Rari when he was in college. Little, once upon a time, little Rari had this friend that was dating this AKA chick. Okay. Uh, She was a hot pocket all on campus. But my friend had some blinders on his eyes because the, the cootie cat, the box, was exquisite, okay? It was very exquisite. And she was throwing it back, jumping off the dresser, playing helicopter lady at the nighttime shifts and all that. I see her creeping from a football player's dorm room going back to his room. I tell my friend what happens. He tells me, I talked to her and she said, she ain't see you. She wasn't out last night. And I'm over here like, wow. What type of bullshit is that? That is the type of friend that you dismiss as a friend because they got blinders on their eyes. This is what you need to do, baby girl. You need to dismiss this lady. She done fell out with you. You told her her boyfriend was cheating on her. She chose him over you. That is not no real friendship. And then y'all date a random guy and she not friends with you. Man, fuck that girl. She got she got morals and principles all incorrect and fucked up. She need to get herself checked, okay? Mental uh, 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 mental uh, illnesses is real out here. She needs to go speak to a therapist. She needs a lifetime coach, and she needs goddamn Jesus in her life. That's all I got to tell you, baby. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Yo, Big Rory goes in. He has no patience for the bullshit. No filter. Uh, listen, y'all sound like y'all about a whole twelve years old. Like I, I agree with you, Rory. Okay, I'm I'm with you. It, it sounds like some bullshit. Filter free, Rory. I love it. Oh, I, I, I real quick. I think they need a. Uh... Are we going straight to that? Yep. I actually don't have a future free band quote today, but I do have the word of the day. It is from the ball of mail. The word of the day is fake. Stop hanging around fake friends, fake people. 
people who do things for clout, that's fake. Matter of fact, I don't like fake jewelry. I don't like fake clothes. And you know, I don't like fake sneakers. So stay away from the word fake. Anything that is attached to the word fake, uh, separate yourself from that word. Fake is an issue. And if fake and your name is next to each other, I want to stay away from your fake ass too. Get the fuck away from me with your fake bitch ass. Bye. Word of the day, fake with your motherfucking ass. I'm thirsty, damn. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> the- oh, have a great one, all right? Bye-bye. <laughs> Can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Or log on to BallerAlert.com.